Oh. Damn. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Shit. It's been a minute. Well, not for you guys. Yes. You guys for were just For us, it's been a minute. I know. It's almost as if we don't have a real life outside of Secure Your Radio. I know, right? <laughs> you, know, you know what I just realized? We so, just caught up in real-time episodes to, like, having to film episodes. I know. Yeah. Um, that's so nice having that live So, <laughs> I, hate, I hate to be the one to break the illusion, um, but we do try to, to pre-record a couple um, in advance. Simply because our schedule because is life. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. life. As I think we've said multiple times, we both work yeah. security. Full time. Full time. It, it is literally what we do. Um, it's 90% of who we are. 100% of who he is. Copy, 10-4. <laughs> yeah, Raj. Raj. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things where you know we, we want to do this for you guys. Um, and unfortunately, part of that way is, again, just slightly breaking the illusion. Um, Having some pre-recorded stuff. We do some pre-recorded. Um, but the great thing about us running out of content in enough time to have to film new content is things happen. Yes. And and for once, we aren't behind on this. <laughs> no. This, this, this will actually come out the week that we're recording it. I know. Can we talk about it? Yeah, we're talking about it. So, what happened to that $20 million worth of gold and jewelry? <laughs> so... Jesus so fucking we, Christ. So we need to back this up a little bit here. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, um, there was a jewelry heist in Canada. I know, right? I know. <laughs> a jewelry heist in Canada. Here, talk a little bit about it. I'm going to pull up the article oh, here. Oh, my God. So, what was it earlier this week, uh, Peel Regional Police announced that twenty over $20 million. I've got to make this very clear. Over $20 million, with an M, dollars worth of jewelry, gold, and valuable assets were removed from a warehouse in a heist fashion. Well, they believe it was from a warehouse. They don't actually know if it even made it to true, the warehouse. True, 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 true. Oh, no, I think they were able to determine that. Last um, I saw. Well, here, let me see. This is from April 20th. So, going off of what he said, relief from a warehouse at Toronto's oh, yeah. International Pearson Airport. From the holding so facility. So, it was from the warehouse. Yeah. Somebody went into the public access. Yeah, the public access area. You can touch it. It won't bite. Yeah, I'm just reading through. Yeah. Secured a container and then walked right out through illegal means, according to the inspector who was running the case. Toronto police the other day raided a house in the Finch-Danforth area that they believe would might have been connected. Yeah, it was a whole... Finch-Danforth? Yeah. Oh, you know that's a security thing. Yeah. So I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like first and foremost, well you and I we we've been saying this from the beginning. This had to be an inside job. It it 100%. Like well it is. It is a it, there's you, no way. You don't get items out of a secure facility without in a restricted area without having access to that area. Exactly. Like you are you're somewhere in that chain of of contact you have to be you know what i mean you have to have a key card that lets you in or have to have secure ipac access or something something to allow this to happen <laughs> police would not say what airline was responsible well we already know i'm gonna i'm, gonna, I'm i i we already know because it's, like it's, it's already been leaked it's an air canada it flight was air canada? it was air canada it's already been leaked air canada has already claimed responsibility of course it was air canada it was an Air Canada uh, flight out of Vancouver oh, to yeah. Toronto with valuable goods. Go. 
most recent wasn't its first. Ooh. So yeah. So bear in mind, I used to work for the security company actually up until last month that runs the primary security at the airport. This company was not responsible. It was a third-party company contracted for that specific warehouse. Not sure who. They didn't say. I have my guesses. Uh, not to throw any companies under the bus. <coughs> I I think I know who's responsible. Cause we talk smack about them all the time. So. Yeah. Wow. Like. Wow. <laughs> I have a buddy of mine who works at the airport right now, and they're like, yeah, every apparently everybody was raided. Oh, my God. It hit people.com. Yep. Well, wow. $20 million. This is a, I told you. What did they say? This is something out of, like, Ocean's gonna 11. It's going to have a movie. It's right? going to have a movie. It's going to have a movie. It's going to have, like, an Ocean's 8-style movie or some shit yeah. about this. There's going to be a movie from both sides. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a movie about somebody doing the actual like heist. Like, the Hollywoodized heist. And then you're going to have a movie about the cops the, Like the, the, the Yeah, the criminal investigation and all that. Like, uh, the wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And if any... Well, I mean, obviously, no people were involved, like, in terms of, like, hostages. Otherwise... Oh, otherwise... Then you'd have that movie about the, you know, the hostages. And, oh, my God. It'd be like ooh. the Iranian embassy siege all over again. <laughs> they'd, they'd make some money off of that, I'll tell you that oh much. Oh, my God. That is... $20 million. Over $20 million so, worth of gold, jewelry, and valuable assets. I mean, at least it's insured. That's right. Yeah. Like that's, that's Same as the, if it would have been $20 million in hard cash. It's insured. Yeah, but you can't do... You, can't, you wouldn't be able to do anything with that cash. Because it's serialized. It's serialized. But so are the jewelry. Yeah. I mean, well, you can melt it down. Well, you can melt it down. You could... Break it Shave apart. it off. Yeah. You could sell it on the street to people who don't give a fuck about serial codes. Sure, you can pawn it off that way they don't even uh, check it. Oh no, they I'll, check. They so, well it depends. depends. It depends. On the pawn shop. It depends on how, you, how well you know the pawn shop. Exactly. Right? Some of them are fences where yeah. they don't give a shit. That's the thing. Is the pawn shop industry is it's pretty dirty. Yeah. Or you just ship it out overseas. You ship it. Yeah, you ship it to China. Right. But here's the thing. They're gonna be checking that. Oh well, no, you could ship it to. Yeah, but, mail it how, to but how far behind are they on it? Though? Exactly. So they could have already right? been how, gone. How, how soon did this start moving? I know. They could, have been, they could have been moved immediately. Did it even make it onto that flight? Exactly. Right? This, this shit might not have even landed. This shit might have been emptied in Vancouver. Exactly. So they could have been... Did it make it to the airport in Vancouver? Exactly. Right? Because those containers are sealed. Know. Those containers are sealed. Yeah. They can't crack it. Was it even in the container? Exactly. That could have yeah, been moved a bit, from... That's a bit conspiratorial. But, but like, I mean, it's a question that But I the ask. reality is, is like, where along this chain did it really go missing? Did it go missing from the warehouse here? Or did it even come here in the first exactly. place? Exactly. Like, yes, it could be checked in, but like... You know what? They have to crack it? Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, but what kind of container are we talking about? Like, are we talking about like a plastic bin? Are we talking about a fucking metal cargo container? I think they said a metal cargo container. We're talking like a wooden crate yeah. from like a night at the museum. Or yeah, or like because like yeah. you can reseal or like a lockbox, like a yeah. like a pelican case. Like, like what are we talking about? You can reseal about? it. Like what? Yeah. Did they send the key on a separate flight? Like how? How? Like that's the thing. Is like is it? Does it? Is, is it keyed? Is it keypad? Is it? Well, just what, a mechanical like, lock. At what scale was it taken? Was it the entirety of the shipment? Uh-huh. Just the is entirety it, of the shipment. They probably took the container with them. Yeah. If it's part of the right? shipment, then <clears throat> there's more missing. Like, there's more to this. Like, what? What are we looking at? Yo, plot twist. It was the people loading the plane. 
You know how easy that is? They said it was in the cargo hold, but it wasn't. You know how far behind they would be? Bro, you'd be a week or two behind almost. You you would be so screwed. Yeah. Because you, you, you would you'd never be catch under it. the pretense that it arrived, even yeah. though it never did. You knew you wouldn't catch it. Could you imagine it got sent on a different flight and they think it got stolen, but it never actually even came at all? It's just sitting in freaking Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> that would be an Air Canada thing. That would be a Canadian thing altogether. That right? would be an Air Canada thing. That, I would watch that movie. You would watch that. I would pay that to would go watch that movie in 3D. We would never redeem ourselves. No. As a nation. <laughs> no. I mean, we're already doing pretty bad. Well, let's not go there. We would never redeem. No. We, that, that would be the end. That would be, we would become Americans at that point. Oh, yeah. At that point. They'd be like, you can't walk on your own anymore. We're, no. we're, we're going to no. take care of you now. Yeah. You just said it's You tried, you failed, we're gonna take care yeah. of you. It'll be eighteen twelve all over again, they'll, except they'll, more peaceful. They'll do the um the Alaskan treatment. Yeah. Give us a thousand bucks each and be like, here, welcome to America. <laughs> yes. Isn't that like monthly? Yeah, I think Alaska, so. they get like a thousand bucks. They get a thousand dollars in alimony. From the government? Yeah. I'm in the wrong country slash province. Shit. Yeah, but I mean free health. I gotta pay a thousand dollars a month here just to breathe. <laughs> Free healthcare? I know, right? Oh, I can walk into a doctor. I still got to pay out my ass for medication, though. True. <laughs> oh, my God. So that I just, is... I just... I don't get... Like, where... Where does somebody think that they're going to get away with, with stealing $20 million of jewelry? Well, obviously like, they did. <laughs> well, no, they didn't. Because here, here's the thing. Yeah, okay, they got away with it. Physically for speaking. For now. They're going to get caught. It's $20 million fucking dollars. Someone yeah. didn't show up to work. Uh, oh, yeah. Right? And even if they did, like, you think that, like, every single person who breathed in the same air... Isn't getting their door kicked in by ETF? Like, <laughs> there's going to be conversations had. Not even conversations. Their doors are going to get kicked well, in. I wouldn't say their doors are going to get kicked in, but... Anybody who's less than willing to talk to the police is going to end themselves in a bit of a predicament for a hot minute. I'll tell you that much. Like, like I'll be damned if you weren't on that flight, or if you were on that flight, you're probably even having a conversation. Like, if it was a like a mixed use, yeah, right. Doubtful, obviously. It was more than likely. It was a cargo. like a cargo plane, but but even there. The crew? Oh, oh, that crew? The whole crew. That whole crew, crew is sitting in interrogation right now, I bet you. I, I, well, they're all literal flight risks. I know, literally. They're probably sitting in a holding oh, cell. Oh, shit. Somewhere in CBSA land. <laughs> Not even CBSA. They're sitting at airport division right now. True. It's even worse. Uh, I don't like... want to be in airport jail. Uh, I feel like, oh, yeah, but it's CBSA. Oh, airport division's even dirtier. Yeah, well, CBSA is immigration, okay? At least it's somewhat comfortable. They have to legally keep you comfortable because you're not under arrest. You're just well, detained. You're detained and they kick you out. And they send well, you back the on the next flight. same thing the airport situation right now. But yeah, it is different depending... Uh, I don't know. It's a dirty I, ass holding cell. I would not want to be in there. million dollars. Wow. And it's jewelry, though. Like, that's... Like, yes, it's better than, like, art, but it's still, like... You're... It's such a difficult thing to move. How? Like, how do you move twenty like, million in this dollars? economy? In this economy. In this economy, right? Could you imagine the Uber fees for that? <laughs> oh my lord! Just Uber ship it out to everybody. <laughs> See, 
Did you imagine the Uber delivery fees? Oh, what are you moving? Uh, precious metals. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh my god. Could you imagine like the criminal enterprise that could be built on the back of Uber? It's so easy. They don't. It's not like they scan shit. No, you can have you them put it in your drugs envelope for you. Literally, drug dealers have been doing that since Uber. Have they really? Yes. Respect. Okay. I have a new respect for drug dealers. <laughs> they I smart. never thought those words would come out I of my know, mouth, right? But Considering we deal with some of these idiots ourselves, like I, I will admit that that's that's the way to do it. I mean, you can't get a trafficking charge if you're not the one trafficking. Exactly. Downside being is it's literally tied to you. So if they get pulled over and it's like, no, man, I'm just delivering it and they can prove it. But, what, what, but still here's the thing. Why would you, what, you just, who stops an Uber? Right? You clearly see a clearly marked you know Uber. What? That's true. Who stops an Uber? That's oh, it's true. an Uber. I remember there was a checkpoint one night and our Uber was just flagged right past because it was an Uber. Yeah. Every other car had a, had a talk to by the police to see if they were drinking. Because it's by law, they Ubers cannot. The it's like a taxi. Down, they're like, oh, Uber, have a good night. Because they literally are to prevent that. So yeah. they get flagged right through. That's true. Who stops an Uber? <laughs> Unless you're in Australia. All right, well, you just tuned into the last episode of Secure Your Radio. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go become millionaires now. Yes. It was nice talking to you. No. Call, me, call me Heisenberg. <laughs> Calm down, Jesse. Oh, fuck. That's funny. Jesus, $20 million. Oh my god. All right, I gotta get off this one because this one is bad. I was enjoying this one. Oh my god. Like, it makes my head spin. Like, how do you get away with it? Again, they're not gonna get away with it. That's the, the pinnacle thing here is they're not gonna get away with but it. But I don't think anybody's ever gonna get that $20 million with it. No, fuck no. That's just gone, God. Obviously, That's just gone, God. Even if they feel the cops are on their tail, they'll just dump that shit in the Pacific. <laughs> or I guess the Atlantic. Or hand it off to somebody. No, no, it's going to end up in the bottom of water somewhere. Oh, it'll probably end up in the bottom of If it comes close. It's right? probably, but, I bet you they're getting ready to dump it in the bottom of Lake Ontario. Only if the cops are getting too close to their neighborhood. Yeah. But I, I would still say... Like, what, what would compel you, especially given that, like, because we're talking, well, we're talking someone who had access to high-value items, huh. right? That's a security clearance. That's not a long list of people. So, there's something going on somewhere in that chain that facilitated that, mm-hmm. right? That's either... More, more than people realize was involved here. I think. Yeah. That or it's just like blatant disgruntled fuckery. <laughs> right. Because you you would have to hate your life pretty pretty significantly. Because to throw even it away here, that twenty like, million that dollars, they're still looking at twenty five to life. Doesn't matter where you are in the world for that much. Well, they're looking at twenty five to life. It's it's not even look. Yeah, obviously value wise, yeah, they're fucked. You know, even if they would have stole, you know, a few thousand, they're still fucked because of the clearance level, right? Because, again, we're talking a clearance level yeah. thing. But for me, the thing that blows my mind is you have a high-level clearance Yeah. that's not just given out to That's not anyone. given out to anybody. Even if I was good and I was offered a the, job the at the airport. people who smelt the air, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. 
the people who smelt the air of that product is such a finite amount of people. Yeah. It could probably be You're counted on two. You're gonna get caught. It probably can be counted on two hands with it, fingers to spare. One hundred percent. And you know that there's gonna like, it's one thing if like a van rolled up, but you're gonna have that on footage, yeah. right? And that's clearly not what happened. It was oh. it clearly drove out of the facility, <laughs> but it was probably not by force. Oh, so, somebody had it loaded and ready to go. It had to have been. Like doors have already been kicked in. Anybody, oh, yeah. you know that group didn't show up to work. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know that group's probably partying with my fiance in Mexico. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Ask your fiance if there's anybody who looks like they have some bougie ass like, hey, anybody else from Toronto down there? Yeah, anybody, a bunch of ice? Any, yeah, anybody, you might not want to be friends with them. Yeah. Anybody with some bougie ass jewelry, walk away. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, create create distance. Yeah. Call uh, the federales. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I can't. Mucho estilo. <laughs> Mucho grande. I'm sorry, that was insensitive of me. Oh my god. Wow. No, but could you imagine they're like out of country people? Like they got the Julie and went on like a flight out the same day. Well, that would be the way to do it. If you want, if they really, like they went to like the Philippines well, or something. Well, here and here's the thing is we we obviously don't know. No, we have no any informa- information. We have no information, right? If these people are smart, and I would like to hope that if you're dealing with twenty million dollars, you have a little bit of a. You're not a moron. No. I would hope. I would hope. I mean, I know our industry is struggling <laughs> for some semblance of, of sanity among certain members of the party. But <laughs> we we got to talk about that. <laughs> but I will say that at that level, like you're going to have some kind of background. Oh, yeah. This kind of brings me back to um, the Loomis thing, but we'll touch on that in a minute. Oh, yeah. But reality is, is you're not dumb. No, to, I would. To I would deal hope. with this shit. No, you're not going to be dumb. You're going to have credentials behind you. These are the guys that that carry the guns. Oh yeah, right. These are the guys that you you breathe too close to them, they're going to pop you for breathing. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I you, mean. You, you was aggressive. Pop, pop. Yeah. yeah, right. It's so I would I would argue that these people aren't in Canada. No, probably the, the jewelry is not in Canada. The long it's long gone. It's probably in the Philippines. The jewelry probably didn't even come off the plane. Probably not. Right. If it did, it definitely never went into the warehouse. No. It didn't make it into the no. warehouse. It might have got scanned into the warehouse, but then but it did not. It was only discovered when the owner the or the holding company went to go pick it up. Cracked yeah. the container. Was like, "Where's my shit?" So the container made it. Yeah. Oh, so that shit got stolen from the plane. It probably oh, yeah. got swapped into a whole other container. Oh yeah, that's easy enough to do. So exactly what happened is some inside person was like, "Hey, high value. Let's ship an empty container, swap it out mid-flight." Yeah. Deliver the empty, reroute this, huh. right? Or already have it addressed as somewhere far, far away. Yeah. Get on a connecting flight, quit your fucking job without notice. Or hand in your notice, because this has to have no. been planned. No, 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 no. This no. has to have been planned. No. Yo, it, no is planning. Planning. it is planned. There's planning. Planning. There's planning stages to move that much value. There well, has to be. There has to be a paper trail. To move that much weight, there has to be a paper trail. Because you're going to have to arrange security. Well, there's going to be a paper trail. So. There's going to... Well, unless the only thing that they could have done is they could have really fucked up and done it discreetly and not hired a security company, which means nobody has any idea. But then then it comes down to the people within the holding organization. Yep. Because they knew. Because you're the only ones who now knew the contents. That's okay. 
But you're you're the only ones at that point who knew the contents that was that was being shipped. Yeah. You're the only ones who knew the so true then, value. And those guys will get raided by the RCMP. <laughs> Not even like yeah. locals. So it's it's one of those things where Like I'm surprised the RCMP isn't involved already. Yeah. Actually. Like why isn't the RCMP involved? Why is this appeal police investigation? That's twenty million dollars. That's a bit out of out of Peel's scope. I mean, yeah, we have a good CID, Criminal Investigation Division, for those who don't know. Yeah, but this is this is a national thing. This is a national it's, it thing. It didn't originate here. It crossed it was provincial. Discovered parts. here. Yeah, but it, it crossed provincial boundaries. That a, makes it yeah. interprovincial. You need That's the Mounties. Yeah. You need the Mounties. Well, let's see. Did they get brought in yet? I don't think so. I love technology. Well. Cancel my typing. Let me actually look it up myself. It doesn't look like it. Not yet. No. <coughs> oh my god, that's funny. CBC News The National. Could the $20 million Toronto Airport heist be an inside job? Yes! yes! It's obviously an inside job. Are you moronic, CBC? Could it be an inside job? I can't believe it. Whoa, hold up, what's this? Oh. $22 million from a large Canadian bank. So it was a bank that owned it. Yeah, so like I said, it's a holding company. It has to be. So that, it's obviously inside. <laughs> Excuse me. The bank in question was TD. Oh, Airline was Air Canada. Duh. Go freaking figure. The two shittiest Canadian companies. And I mean that wholeheartedly. And I know I would never ah. work for either of them. I love, I love Air Canada's response. We have no information to provide. Please contact Peel Regional Police. That's the email read in full. That's literally what the email said. Word for word. Sorry. No, it's not verbatim. The verbatim is, hello, we have no information to provide. Please contact It was one word I omitted. My apologies. Wow. Gold in banknotes. It was an intra-bank transaction. So it was going from bank to To bank. bank. They don't know what other bank it was supposed to be. The aircraft arrived in the early evening as per normal schedule. Was unloaded. Was transported to facility. Holy shit, 36,000 pounds of gold, physical gold, not jewelry, but physical gold. Initially. Yeah. yeah According to one I'm, source. Yeah. I'm working yeah. my way through the thing. Oh my god. But then, again, that's only one source is saying $20 million. Some sources are saying it's much, much more. Well, this seems to have some of the most detailed information so far. This sort of thing should have never... So... Allegedly, there were no armed guards. That's... <sighs> TD Bank, you should fucking know better. Excuse my language. No. You no, should know no. better. T- TD, are you... Do you need security consultants? We'll consult. We can do this. Oh, by the looks of it, you couldn't afford me at this <laughs> I point. know, right? <laughs> $20 million. If, if you're going to do a no-brainer like this, just... At this point, call off get the investigation. Just get absorbed. At this point, call off the investigation. If you're dumb enough to not have no. armed guards, there's three instances where I can say guards should be armed. You're protecting a nuclear power plant. 
You're protecting this much jewelry, or you're protecting your government building. It's the only three instances, at least I know of, where guards in Canada should be armed. Allegedly, it was held at Cargo East. Here, here. Oh, yeah, the RCMP. Cargo East. Yeah. Yep, RCMP are looking into it. doesn't matter, but they're not provide further details. So we don't know if they're investigating. Well, we don't know the level. Yeah, they probably are. They're assisting more than likely. They're probably they offering. To. Yeah, because it's, it's interprovincial. It's a financial crime. And it's interprovincial. Yeah, interprovincial and financial. Yeah, 100%. So at that value, too, you know heads have probably rolled. There's probably been some, uh, some disappearances. Wow. People, wow. That's a different heist from back in the 50s. Yeah. That is ridiculous, man. I'll still never get over the most Canadian heist ever. The maple syrup heist? The maple syrup heist. Yeah. That is, that is in the Quebec? most Canadian shit ever. Well, what was the value? It was like something like $15 million worth of maple syrup. $15 million, yeah. This is, but this beat it by over yeah. $5 million. But this is like precious metals, not yeah. syrup. Okay, so twenty million dollars in precious metals. And money. that's a and, and bank notes. And bank notes, not right. money. Bank, bank notes. notes. Those are cashier's checks. Yeah. That can fit into probably into a Pelican case. Twenty million dollars worth of maple syrup is a warehouse ten times the size well, of my you're, house. You're 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 transporting barrels. Yeah. You're transporting literal barrels. You but need they, a cargo ship at that point. They literally emptied it out over the course of like eight months. Yeah. Oh, the, the Loomis Fargo yeah. robbery. Yeah. So. So, I don't know. Did you see the movie about this? With uh, Zach Galifianakis? Yes. That was my favorite movie. Such a good movie. That is such a good movie. It's one of the few movies that got me into like, oh my god, I want to go work security. <laughs> so, this this kind of brings me back, and I really hope that they're exhibiting it or examining this the same way. I would hope so. Or at least learnt something from this. So, back in the 90s, in 97, um, the Loomis Fargo robbery. So, what had happened is essentially, it was... Um, a male, another male, a female, and then a separate group. But it was two two people that actually worked for Loomis. Yeah. Loomis um, being the cash control company. Yeah. Those are the armed guards that you see moving around, like Brinks or whatever. Very big in the States. Yeah. We, we have them here in Canada, too. I don't so see them. They're just not either. as big. They're not as big. They, they were bigger in the 90s. They were bigger in the 90s. They were Brinks took the most 90s. of their contracts. Yeah, Brinks took them over. But... Essentially, what had happened is it was um, the jail, the the two employees. This guy he was into the female, and he was kind of an idiot. <laughs> um, maybe, <laughs> maybe you don't need to be smart to get security. <laughs> oh, maybe not. Uh, but long long story short, uh, it was an inside job. It was you know they had a person on the inside, and uh, and the promise of of what they wanted in their life was it attainable for them. Um, even though it wasn't, it was never the goal. It was a setup, right? It was a, he was a fall guy. Um, but they got rid of it. They, 17.3 million in cash. In 1997. So what's the value today? Let me look Look that up, bro. 17.3 million dollars. 17.3 million. US. USD. 1997 to today. Absolutely insane. Ha- guess where the guy went? Why? Cancun. Of course. <laughs> Everybody goes to Mexico. Cancun. Everybody goes to Cancun. <laughs> Everybody goes to Mexico because because me- you. Well, for the, a lot the of this, all these were the ones that assisted. But a lot of these times, there's no. 
Um, well, extradition is hard. Yeah. Because the federales don't like to, especially with the Americans, federales don't like to, to work with them. You know, it's, I mean, who likes to work with the Americans, though? You know, they can be a little bit uh, gung-ho-y. Did you find the, the conversion? So if I have Ooh, suit, here we go. 17, 300,000. Wait for an extra zero. 17.3 to today. Was it 17.3 million, yeah. 32,534,347.66. So about about what we're at for this one. Yeah. Actually about $15 well, million more, almost. Well, that from what we know so far, it could so be far. more. could be more. Right? This could be on par. This is definitely an, an inside job. Oh, yeah. It's 100% an inside job. Yeah, it increased. There's no one else would have known the movement. No. No. And especially considering they didn't hire armed guards. Oh. Well, even, oh, if they, still... even if they did, it's probably the fucking armed guards who did it. Yeah. The armed guards probably would have been out. Yeah, $20 million. They did the math. There's like, there's three of us. There's $20 million here. I'm like... That's $7.77 million each split the difference. Yeah. You're living off interest. Put that in a fucking offshore, offshore bank account account. and live off the interest. You buy a, a Swiss yacht. bank account. You yeah, just you go can, live there. Yeah, you live in Switzerland where there's no extradition treaty. No. Join the the Swiss Foreign Legion. Or move to Russia. Or move to live Russia. off potatoes. Yeah. No, with that much money, you pull an Ed Snowden, you'll never you never leave. No. They'll they'll set you up. You'll you'll become the, Putin's best friend. Yeah. You'll be eating poutine with Putin. Yeah. You'll be eating poutine's poutine. <laughs> it's double funny because it's Canadian. I know. And, and it sounds the same. Oh, my God. Like, I'm still like, that's seven. How? You need to hate your job. Yeah, God. Like, to risk that much? Like, I, I used to... We've talked about this in an earlier episode. We've moved I, money. I we've to, moved jewelry. Well, I used to escort, you know, well over a million dollars worth of jewelry every night. Like probably two, three, four million, five dollar million. Yeah. Five million dollars worth of jewelry. And that's not in like special use cases. There were even incidents where we had like trunk shows, they're called. Yeah. And there was over, I think there was one time there was at least 15 million dollars worth of jewelry in yeah. that room. Yeah. And I transported that every night and never once did a thought come across my mind, I should just take this and disappear. <laughs> I never thought the same thing. Because you know, I had cold hard cash in my hands. Thousands of thousands. I had like yearly salaries There were times where we go unlock the cash room and we had access to it. It never once crossed no, my mind. I used mind. to physically be the one who took it out the till, yeah. put it in a bag and carried that shit. Huh. We used to escort. Pass the door. There, were, there was one time where we had to... A chunk show that we used to escort, yeah, yeah. literally carry the jewelry. I never once yeah. across my thought. I yeah, should put that, some of this in my pocket. That trunk show wasn't that expensive. It wasn't like Holtz tier. No. The Holtz, the Holtz trunk show was something else. But never once did it ever cross your mind, oh, yeah. I should walk away with this. No. Because you knew, well, shit, if I do. Well, I was happy. Yeah. And you liked your I job. I didn't need to. I enjoyed my job. I have my integrity. And like, I'd have to be a freaking idiot yeah. to steal any value. Even if it was a fucking cent. Like, we work sec- We dollars? work security. I don't think people understand that. We work security. If there's nothing that we have, it's our integrity. If you don't have your integrity, then... Why are you in this industry? Well... Why are you... Well, and, that, and that's the thing, right? Is... It looks like there's a bit of weeding of non-integral people... 
I think that transitions us into a very good point that we were kind of discussing yeah. earlier. Yeah. Before that was we... a smooth segue. Yeah. That was smoother than Linus Tech Tips. Oh, yes. So, moving away from this, because i got to do more research. We'll have more information when we uh, get more information. I guess that's a good way to put it. Supplementary information will be provided as it is received. All in order, end of report. <laughs> is this what we were talking about on the phone? Ah, uh, yeah. It so, is what we were talking about. Let's talk about uh, integrity. You cannot, you cannot train good work ethic. I'm going to disagree with you. And I think this is the first time we've ever actually disagreed about something. I'm going to yeah. disagree with you. And let me explain why. Train good work ethic. Let Go me, ahead. Let Go me ahead. explain why. Well, hold on. I need another drink, so. I'll listen. Start making your case for the court. All right. So, if. train good work ethic. I'm going to disagree. And I, and this is, and I'm going to talk from personal experience, too. If you have somebody who is a lazy employee or is bad at their job or they don't have good work ethic, they show up, they don't show up on time, they take longer than necessary breaks, you can correct that. You can train that. Yes, sure, corrective action may need to be instituted. Not necessarily talking discipline, right? You don't need to go straight to a suspension, to a termination, to a demotion, whatever. But you can start with remedial training. Hey, what's going on? What do you need help with? You're struggling in these aspects. That's not work ethic. That's circumstantial. Right? But work ethic... That's not work ethic. Work ethic is like... You're a lazy person. I can train you to be a not lazy person and be good at your job. I can train you. No. I've done it. No. Work ethic stems from the want to do something well. Work ethic stands from you... Having a good work ethic, <laughs> like it's, it's in the name. It's one of those things where it's like, you can train ethics. You can you train can, ethics. In you can tell someone what good work ethic is, but you cannot create good work ethic in somebody who does not have good work ethic. I'm going to disagree with you because that also starts with supervision. <sighs> if they have a bad work ethic because something is going on at work where they're like, I don't want to fucking be here. I don't want to do this. Fuck my life. Fuck this job. Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck everything. But that's but that's circumstantial. That's not a work ethic problem. That's work a leadership eth- problem. Work ethic can be circumstantial. Yeah, yeah sure. I will agree with you that there are work people who are inherently sh- sh- crappy. Work. Okay, but that's what I'm talking about. I'm purely talking from the basis of people who are just shitty employees. People who just don't want to work. They they have to have a job, so they have a job. They're only there till they get fired and they'll go get another short-term job until they get fired there, right? Only because welfare won't feed their way, mm. right? I'm talking legitimate bad work ethic. I'm talking whether it's from an attitude standpoint, whether it's from a laziness standpoint, right? Because, yes, 100%, you can correct circumstantial bad work ethic. Of course you can, Right? If it's a if it's um somebody who's maybe newer to the workforce and doesn't know how to utilize their time, you can train that. I was there, right? Right? When I start when I entered the workforce in my first retail position at fourteen, when I was done doing my shit, I didn't know what to do, and for the first week, I just didn't do anything. And then it was brought to me. They're like, "Hey, like, pretend to sweep at least." And I was like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, "Why though?" I'm like, "I'm done everything." They're like, "Yes, but." They don't want to see you being done. They want to see you working. You're better off yeah. standing here pretending to reorganize things 
than you are standing here doing nothing. And that, that, to me, that was something I took with me. I'm like, okay, so at least, you know, as long as I do my shit, but as long as I pretend to stay doing something, that's what matters. Oh, that's the expression right? of the expression. As long as you're doing something, you can do anything. Yeah. Comes into play. Yeah. But again, I'm going to inherently disagree with you. I think you can train backward, bad work ethic, and I stick by my reasons. And again, you might have different experiences as a supervisor than I do. I've had some inherently crappy guards work for me. I've had some people but, but where what, I tried... Hold on, hold on, though. But what, what made them crappy? I had one guy, and that... I don't name names. No, this don't name names. I just, I just want to know, like, this is what I was behavioral working, specifics. This is what I was at the shelter. He was lazy, always on his phone, never responded to calls, always getting into... So why? He didn't want to work, was his thing. Like, at all, or in that particular thing? At least in that particular thing. Okay. From what I understand. So what? How did you remedy that? I moved him to a different position. I made. I made. I moved him to a different site where he was able to be more static. He didn't have to patrol. He was able to have less interactions because that seemed to be a thing that he struggled right. with. But here's the thing: is you don't have any follow up on that. You don't know. Well, I'm no longer with the company, so I don't know what the. End but even was. if you were, you'd still have no follow up on that. So you don't necessarily know if that corrected anything, other than he can sit on his ass more often. Well, from what I understand, he seems to be excelling in that position. So, that to me, that's a form of corrective action. Where yeah, okay, you're not fitting in this position. But that's not work ethic, though. It's it it is, but it's not. It's 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 work ethic from the standpoint of it's a correctable work ethic. When I say non-correctable work ethic, I purely mean like, like personality well, traits. Well, there's, you just said it. It's non-correctable. But that's what I'm saying. It's the personality traits. Like it's it's the, the absolute laziness. Because there's look there's there's lack of inspiration at the job. I've been there, right? <laughs> I've been there. I've been to the point where I I knew I hated my job and <laughs> I did bare minimum at best. <laughs> we we literally right? talked about this. Yeah. So. That could trickle down to corrective, you know, that could be a corrective work ethic thing, right? You could compensate me appropriately. You could commend me appropriately. You could give me a promotion you right, can, that I earned you can previously let me, to that. You can lo- let me do my job according yeah. to the standards that you right. wanted. So there's that. Um, because, And that's another thing, too, is... If, if an employee is being poorly managed, mm-hmm. it is going to create bad work ethic. But that's correctable, right? It's so, so to back this whole thing up, the whole reason this whole conversation came up was we were talking about youngins today. Mm-hmm. And, and the work ethic that people have these days. Oh, yeah. People have a poor work ethic. Not correctable. I'm talking kids today, a large amount, do not want to work. They expect things to, to be just handed be, to them. Right? Yeah. Because that's how it's been for them. That's how their life has been. That's how it's been. Right? That's how it's been they over the last They see people decade. on TikTok getting a couple hundred bucks a month for, you know, doing bare minimum. Actually, it's probably more than that. It's probably a couple, a couple thousand dollars a easy, month. Easy. Easy. Right? And they think, oh, that should be me because they look like me. Yeah. Right? They're, they're in my demographic. That's my age. Not realizing that, no, you're just their product. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a situation where they see how, and, and now too, you can see so much more easily how good certain people have it. Yeah. Right? Compared to you. 
Right? You can log on to Instagram and see that your friends are having a better life than you are. Oh, yeah. I mean, and right? I hate to say it, that was me for the last year or so where I was struggling. Yeah. And I want to talk about this a little bit where because you know this, but yeah, yeah. the last last year my yeah, ex fiance left. I was gonna me. say, yeah, you went through the ring. And then year. I lost my job. Yeah. And then I had and I so it was back to back issues. Boom boom. Right? <laughs> like literally I lost my first job. And then you had the COVID. Then I had COVID. A bad COVID too. Yeah. I was like out for a month and a half. Yeah. And then I had other financial worries because I had to, I was suspended pending the renewal of my security license. Yeah. And then... Yeah, I remember that. So... Because I went through that too. Yeah. Yeah. But well, you were able to work. I didn't get suspended. You were able to work. I was able to work because I I fought for that shit though. I was like, no. I'm like, you're going to let me show up. Sorry, you're telling a story. Tell your but story. But I couldn't do that. My... The position I was in at the time, what was I going to do? Well, yeah, you weren't with us yet. Yeah. yeah. No. I was, I was just after I left you yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Right? So... I was in a position where I... Was not stable. Oh, and the worst part is, is you couldn't renew your license because you were still on leave from COVID. Yep. Yeah. I had no money. You, you got in. slammed from all angles, right? man. I, I got everything over the last, even over the last eight months. I'm just now just starting to slightly mellow out. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah you had a bad 2022, bro. It was hard. You had a bad 2022. It was hard. And then again, losing the job at you know. Yeah. Can I mention? Well, you no longer work for the company, so I can mention it. We're losing the job at Hudson's Bay because. Mention it. You can mention it before, too. <laughs> losing the, the shoe was actually never in the policy that we can yeah. talk about it. Uh, so, losing the job at Hudson's Bay because of a manager that didn't like me went above and violated <laughs> chain of command because I said, hey, the fuck are you taking so long Ooh. for? Okay, so true story. This is obviously all true stories, but the, I was there. I, I was there when his uh, little interaction happened. Can I, can I share a bit of it? Oh, you know what? Fuck it. Tell the story. I, no, I don't, want to sh- I don't want to tell the story. I just want to tell what happened after the story. So when, when, when we say that we're friends, we're, like, we're actually friends. We're like We're legitimate. Friends. Like This isn't like a thing where we work together and we're like, hey, no, know, no, no. Let's, let's make a podcast. We, I don't even think we've made any money from this podcast. No. This is legitimately something we do for, for, for like fun. entertainment, yeah. for fun. It's an excuse to hang out. And it's an excuse right. to share stories. And well, talk that too, about it. right? But um, we, have talked but about we are friends, time. and we have been for you know coming up three years. And when we worked together, every time we've worked together, we'd always either catch up before work, and or after work. Oh, go out after. Um, but always after work, we'd always you know stop by McDonald's, grab a quick bite to eat, um, and then we would take our respective buses home. And that night, after he did what he did. I looked him dead ass in the eye and I'm like, you just got yourself fired. I'm like, I really hope you have a second job lined up. Like you, you just fucked yourself. He's like, no, man. I'm like, no, I'm like, you're done. I'm like, you just got yourself fired. And, but here's the crappy part. You thought you did not. But here's the, but here's the crappy part. I went in the next day, had a conversation with my manager. He's like, Hey, I get the point you were trying to make. Yeah. Cause our manager was fucking cool. Yeah. Yes, you, did, you went around it the wrong way. And if the person that you did it to wasn't a power-tripping motherfucking <laughs> wonderful human being, of which I'm going to edit out that entire <laughs> sentence with bleeps, um, if she was not a raging... <laughs> Can't say it. She if she wasn't who she was. If she, she wasn't was. a two-faced, terrible human being, 
then yeah, your apology would have been properly accepted and and it would have been and it. taken appropriately. And and this is a problem I have is if if someone makes a mistake or just generally does something out of character or stupid and they apologize, they acknowledge it and you accept that. Which she which she did. Hold on. Let me finish my sentence. Yep. And you accept it. That means accepting it. That doesn't mean following up with recourse on it. It means you've accepted it and that if it happens again, right? If you're not going to accept it, then just don't accept it and then do your recourse. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that that's... That was the big thing. I always knew she was two-faced. But like, I told everybody yeah, the second she came back, I'm like, she's two-faced. I don't like her. The first time I met her, I'm like, she's two-faced. Everybody's like, I don't get that vibe. This is from before you started there. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, I don't get that vibe from her. And I'm like, I do. I'm like, just you wait. Two weeks later, they're like, yeah, she's two-faced. I'm pretty sure I warned you she was two-faced, too. Well, I, 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 I'm not going to lie. Like, I felt there was something there. But, like, again, I thought the apology would have been enough the next day after everything that calmed did down. You, did, whenever you had conversations with her, did you feel that she, like, felt like she could be anywhere else? But was stuck there. That's how I felt. Sometimes there that's, were some conversations where she called me over, and she was like, "Hey, I need your help with something." That was like, okay. "Yeah, because it benefited her, right?" But if it, yeah, again, if it didn't, I think she's benefit, a sociopath. Probably. If I'm being honest, I think she's a sociopath. But anyways, yeah, going on, like I had said, like so to leave some context for the story, it was, I was asked to stay late. We. We right? we were. Well, we were asked to stay late. We were. Well, well, no, no, no. Hold on. We weren't even asked to stay late. We we were closing the store. Well, I had I had opened. And there was there was problems. I had opened. I remember I was working a fourteen hour you, day. Oh, sorry guys. You were asked. You you uh, you you were asked to stay and help me close the store. Yeah. But we, in terms of like what caused that in particular, that in particular, we were not asked to stay late. It was a uh, computer problems. Yeah. Forever. But they didn't tell us. No, they didn't. There was no communication. There was no communication to it, so we were just stuck waiting. And when she came down, and I and I will give her props for apologizing for taking too long. You, I clapped back. We're already not in a good mood. Oh, it was a bad day. It was a bad. Day. It was a very busy day, and I got screamed at like three, four times by people who I made stops on. <laughs> like it was a very bad day. Like it was. There was one point was where I thought garbage. I was about to get into a fight. That was a garbage day. So I was, was over. Was that the same? Yep. The, the day the the kids. Yep. Three times. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was that day. So yeah. I thought we were about to get into a fight. I thought I was going to have to throw down and violate policy. You thought I was going to get. Uh, my I thought ass he was. I thought he was going to get his his world rocked. So I said to him, teenagers, I could have took them, but not with that many crowds, especially when they called their big boys in. Yeah, the big boys. That was scary. That was that was that was a little I, I that was a little bit of a pucker factor there. Yeah. Right, so I a little. We were puckered up a little bit. So when we put on our vests. Yeah. We, we never we don't really put on our vests often, but when we put on our vests, it was a little more serious. So we were already dealing with that day. We were dealing with the fallout of that day. <laughs> and I clapped back. I said, "Like, you. What, what did I say?" You guys take so long, I don't even have the like the audacity, like the uh, the the integrity no. to let us know or some stupid no, shit. I was like, oh, and then I clapped back. I said, you know, I'm going to be building you guys over time. Yeah, it was. Oh, fuck, I don't remember it anymore. It was. I, I remember something. that you, we're going to be building you for overtime. She clapped back at you, and, and she's said, like, "Go ahead, go ahead. You're hourly anyway. It'll be on your paycheck." 
And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm just tired. I got to be here in the morning. And she's like, open the store. She's like, yeah. So do I. I'm like, okay. It's like, okay, well, you're a manager in salary. And if you roll up late, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. matter. If I roll up late, I lose my job. <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself, that's why I said, the next morning I came in, we did the morning. So that's what happened. I remember. I clapped some I, When you, the second you said the first thing, I literally, I sat with my head back and I started laughing. I thought I was going to get in shit. I'm not going to lie. I thought I was going to get fired for laughing at it. Because I, I think she was expecting me to pipe up. I thought it was hilarious. I was loving it. I was living my best life. I literally, <laughs> Mish Mish was sitting there, and I'm just sitting there laughing. I'm looking at her in the eye. I'm like, this is like, She was like, what I'm the like, This is hilarious. I'm dead right now. And like, I was like, yeah, entertainment. I'm well, like, drama, so I will, drama. I will 100% admit, I said it in the wrong way. I stand by what I said. I 100% stand by what you I said. You shouldn't have said it. You should have kept your mouth shut. I was tired. I was angry. I was upset. I had a shit day. What, what did you did expect? Le- what did we learn? <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. Walk away. Deal with it the next day. If ever. I honestly should have just gone to Paul. I should have just been like, yo. This you, is- you should have just dealt with it when the paycheck came in if you were missing hours. Yeah. Then I could have gone then to you should have Then I could have said something. But otherwise, shut your mouth. So... <laughs> I want to hundred percent admit I said it the wrong way. I stand by what I said, but I one hundred percent admit that I went by it wrong. The next day I came in, we did the we had a a, a morning meeting of ships where leadership AP we were able to talk like, hey, these are the issues that are coming up. So I had my little spiel. And I was asked to talk about uh, counterfeit returns. Didn't she snub you? Yeah. Yeah. So I pulled her aside. I'm like, hey, look. Yeah, but she did that to all of us. Yeah. Because there was so many times that I was supposed to talk about counterfeit money and all that shit, and I always got snubbed. Yeah. So I pulled her aside after. I'm like, hey, look, I'm sorry for what happened yesterday. In this, you know, I'm like, hey, look, I'm sorry for what happened yesterday. I had a crap day. It doesn't excuse what I said or the tone that came out. I apologize. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, uh, I accept your apology, but you got to understand that, you know, I work hard too. I'm dealing with two kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm, yada, yada. I'm like, look, I understand. I, I love when they pull that card. I have two kids. Shut up. I'm like, okay. How does that affect the workplace? I didn't even say anything. I'm like, hey, look, I'm sorry. I'm like, if I have kids at home, I'm not going to use them as an excuse for anything at work. So she she said, I accept your apology. Don't let it happen again. I thought that was the end of it. I was expecting a a written. And our manager was cool. So he comes in the office because I was opening. He comes in the office later the day. He's like, hey, can we go take a walk? So we go walk. We go outside to to Parkade. And... He hits his vape and he's telling me, he's like, look, I got a, I got the email. I, oh, I know. He hit what? He had a vape. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So he was outside smoking and we were talking and he's like, hey, look, look, I got an email. Interesting. I know you apologize because she told me today. I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep this between us. Asani, don't even consider this like a verbal warning. Just keep it like an educational conversation. I'm going to document it that we had this conversation. If it happens again, we'll have something more serious to talk about. Right, just don't let this happen again. I, he's like, I completely understand where you were coming from. This, and I'm gonna work on getting us better communication. And I thought that was the end of it. I was off the Tuesday. That was the Monday. Mm-hmm. I was off the Tuesday, the Wednesday. No issues. Wasn't removed from anything. Nothing happened. I come in on the Thursday. This is when I was on vacation too. Yeah, that's when you had just started your vacation. Yeah. I come in on the Thursday to go to work. My manager's sitting in the office. He's like, Hey, man, you gotta take a seat. Hands me my to my termination papers. You got yours in the office? Yeah, because he never fired me over the phone. 
That's true. Right? I went in. I wasn't expecting to get fired. So he sat me down. He's like, hey, look, I need your keys. I need your access card. I got I to gotta let you go. I'm like, for what? He's like, this. What happened on Sunday? I'm like, are you kidding me? I thought this was handled. He's like. He's like, me too. <laughs> he walks me out. He's like, you're not banned. You're welcome back at any time. If you need any references, let me know. He said, you've been great to work with. Thank you for everything. Shook my hand. He says, I'm sorry. His last words to me were, I'm sorry this happened. It shouldn't have. Yeah. But that's the thing. She was vindictive, you know? And now going forward. So here, here's, the, so here's the thing you don't know about that day. Mm. So immediately after he fired you, he called me. I, I, I you called me at the same time, but I declined your call because he, he was my boss. Yeah. So I answered his call. I thought he was going to ask me to come back early from my vacation. And he told me, and I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, I should probably... I was like, uh, no, I was, at first I was like, oh, shit, that's probably why he's calling me. And I'm like, um, is everything okay? And he was like, yeah, everything's fine here. It's just, you know, he's not in a good mood. And I'm like, well, obviously. And I'm like, is it because of the thing? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, damn it. Called you up. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm like, I got fired. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I asked, like, did you know this was happening? Uh-huh. And I'm like, I, I straight up asked you, did you I know? mean, I, I told you that I, I, well, in the beginning, like, when it happened, I told you straight up. I'm like, you just got yourself fired. But when you told me that you apologized and she said that she was cool with it, and I was like, oh, all right. I thought that was the end of it. But I, I mean, it's her, right? That's so, the thing. It's, it's and I her. found out some more information about that from, you know, asking around and obviously talking to you, talking to Paul, yeah. the guard manager, and being like, and he told, and they're like, yeah, he, she apparently, the day of, went to Troy. Troy said, Troy told her, well, look, does he have any disciplinary issues? Yeah. No. Okay, then let's see what happens tomorrow. Is what yeah. she said. Get back to me. And that's when I apologized. Without anybody ever telling me you should apologize or anything, like I said, you know, yeah. I did the right thing. Well, from what I understood is that she went above everyone's head and so, went directly to HR. So she went to Troy the day of. Troy's like, get back to me. Well, and that's when Paul got to Troy and said, hey, he apologized. Because yeah. she never told him that I apologized. Of course not. So Troy was like, okay, then is that the end of it? Okay, cool. Document that you had a conversation with him. If anything yeah. else happens, let me know. We'll, we'll see what we need to do. Yeah. Right? And I thought that was that's a standard procedure. That's when, because there was no disciplinary action taken, mm-hmm. that's when she went to HR. Right. Because, so from what I, what I was told from Paul was that, yeah, essentially she, it was, it was forced on his hand to terminate you. That he tried everything he could to not... And it was, it was literally, you'd already been terminated. He was just given the papers to give to you. Like, it wasn't an option at that point. It was like, you were done. And it was that she went above everybody's yeah. head and just went straight to HR and said, I don't want him here. And, like, was persistent on it. Yeah. So, I don't know if she threatened to, like, leave or what she did to try to make that happen. But she pulled some sneaky shit to make that yeah. happen. Because it wasn't at store level. No. That was at head office. This was level. at corporate level. Yeah, and like for that kind of thing, like he, I, again, like it's I said, petty. I, it's I, petty, man. Like I said, I found out like that. Yeah, even Troy, the which is who uh, at the time was our district manager. Yeah. Right. So my manager's boss's boss. 
Right. No, your boss's boss. Your manager's boss. Wasn't he two steps above? No. Direct step. Oh, yeah. Direct step. So, he, so he's in charge of all the stores for our district. And he had said, like, yeah, okay, if that's that, then we'll leave it at, at your level. Like, this is, and I think he yeah. even said, like, this isn't serious. It's well, a, no, at the end of the day, yeah, you clap back. Okay. <laughs> it's not like you punched a motherfucker. You didn't even swear at her. You, you made a comment out of frustration about having to do unscheduled overtime. Yeah. You weren't asked to stay late. I was asked to help right? close the store, and I had to be there for 7 in the morning yeah. the next day. Like, that's so not, I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, shit. Ugh. And like on, on a scale of clapback, oh, I've said so much worse in my time when I was there, and I never once got a reprimand, never once got in trouble. So, right? It's one of those things where, I think I think it was just um, you like said it. it to the wrong person. Yeah. That's really what it came down to, right? Because like there's been times where managers there, um, the former cosmetics one. Mm. There was, there was a lot of, of things Jeez. that her and I did not see eye to eye on. And when she tried saying that and I said some shit to her, I'm like, I never said anything to you. Like, So I remember there was one time, um, what was I doing? I was closing the store and someone was stealing some stuff and I looked her dead in the eye and I'm like, okay, well, I didn't see it. And she didn't like it and I'm like, look, that's the law. you're a manager, you have equal authority as I do to retrieve the items. You saw everything and let it walk. You are equally as guilty as them. Yeah. You may as well have held, held the door for them. Oh, that's the same. Don't come to me telling me I'm not doing my job. That's the same thing. When now. you're equally not doing yours. Oh, can we get into that? Can we segue? Yeah. So let's segue, segue to my to our sponsor. <laughs> uh, for the record, <laughs> Riverside.fm. No. No. No, uh, no, no more, eh? No more. Ah, that is no longer. We um, we are no longer using. Yeah. Them. But segue. So segue to my current job. It's exactly that. You might as well hold the door. So for those who don't know, I have started a new job. <laughs> Yay me! Pays a hell of a lot better. I'm no longer working in the shelter system. Um. No, I, now you're dealing with bratty teenagers again. <laughs> yeah, I am now back at the mall. I I work. I know. I love yelling at them. It's unironically, it's a good way of venting frustration when Ooh, they're doing dumb shit. <laughs> I know. Oh, no. that's unhealthy. <laughs> no, and also that reminds me of certain people I know from the clubs. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Uh, no, in all seriousness, it's... we might need to talk after this. <laughs> We're good. I'm concerned for your health. <laughs> in all seriousness, yeah, I'm dealing. I'm back in retail in a uniform role, but still in retail loss prevention. Um, working for. Walmart, you know, <laughs> at the mall where You're I used fucking Walmart. Right? At the mall where I used to work, where this story happened, You're literally right down the hallway. Hey, what I got to see, I got to see. Uh, You're still a fucking Walmart guard. Yeah, I get to see Melina. Yeah, I don't day. care. You're still a Walmart guard. I get to see Melina every day. Good for you. <laughs> you can't bitch want to complain. Yeah, I I can't. <laughs> I'm not working for Walmart. <laughs> Come on, you would have. For the pay rate that we're offering, you would have. Well, yeah. It's all purely for the pay rate. (laughs) But, like, hearing the politics that you're about to share? Oh, so. I'm good. We're third party. Um, We took over Allied Universal's contract because Allied Universal was doing dog shit. Unsurprisingly. It's. 
Remember how we said that there's no integrity in the security industry? It's almost as if Allied Universal is the accurate representation of what we just said. Yeah, I'd agree with that. To anybody who's watching this who works for Allied Universal... Personal opinion only. Yeah. Disclaimer, I don't work for Allied. Um, I... No. No. Well, no matter what, any anything we ever say is, is personal It's purely opinion. personal opinion. It does not reflect our employers or anything we are affiliated with is purely personal opinion. His personal opinion is his, mine is mine. We are not influenced in any way. No. Yes. As you were. As I was. So Allied Universal, for this specific contract, I want to make that particularly clear, was not doing anything. And I believe that was a mix between the guards they assined and the post orders they were issued. It's, it's definitely a mix. So management <laughs> said, well, we need to change. So they hired us, which is in a, in a tactical... Okay, you, you need to share what it is well, they were actually doing. Literally nothing. Literally nothing, guys. I kid you not. Literally, every people would walk would out walk with cart full of stolen, stolen crap. Every and time I'd walk in, their heads would be craned down looking at their phone with yeah. their headphones in. Yeah. That's what they would do. Yeah. They got paid to do that for eight hours. I'm jealous. <laughs> I wish. To be honest. I'm I jealous. Wish. I, I wish. Doing that. I would be doing that. I probably would be getting more money than I'm getting now to do that. Oh, yeah. Easily. That's gross. <laughs> it's disappointing. But, so, the management at the store reached out to Walmart Corporate and they said, hey, can we try this? See how it works. Go back to what it used to be something like six years ago. That's what it was. We never had that shit back home. It was always plain clothes for us. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... Fine, but in, in Quebec, this is what it is. It's tactical guards. Quebecian fucks <laughs> are fucked. Only Futsula. It's all the Quebec. fucking maple syrup. <laughs> I know. That $15 million with the maple syrup. <laughs> Coursing through your fucking veins. <laughs> Shit. So, we took over, and the last two weeks have been an eye-opener. Or even the last week, because we've been there. Yeah. It's been an eye-opener. It's been... Interesting. I think that's a good word for it. Yeah. Yeah, interesting is an accurate representation. Yeah. So, we've been told, literally, hmm. stop theft. Okay? Sorry, initially, you were told to stop theft. Yeah, initially, it was stop theft. Don't let people steal. Call shit out. No, okay. So, we did that over the last two weeks. <laughs> Thursday... Was our busiest day yet. We had people... 2K, bro? 2.8. Yeah, whatever. Sure. Almost 3K active recovered. That's not including the visual deterrence, the, the thefts deterred. That you can't measure. That we can't measure. Yeah. Although I did hear from Asset Protection that we stopped. So that that day there were no instances of theft noticed between us and AP. So... Well... That is it. One of their only. Okay, well, in all fairness, you can't measure everything. Well, I was gonna say like theft happened. I'm obviously, sorry. obviously, and like obviously, yeah, like AP's not gonna say like, oh yeah, we got hit this month. Like they don't know what they didn't notice. Exactly. If I go into work and I sit on my ass and do nothing all day, I can still say that no notice theft occurred because I didn't notice it. Exactly. So anyway, so shit on you did good. You did a good you had a good day. So we did see th almost three thousand dollars worth of recoveries. We had what was it, something like eighteen incidents on site. There was a big fight, a <laughs> couple of kids that were trespassed. I have to call mall security a bunch of times. <sighs> One of those instances was a grab and run. Literally, the guy had stuffed beer in his backpack, swapped our clothes, decided to run oh, out. Oh no. What's going on? We just ran out of video storage. 
No. What, did we record everything? Well, audio's still recording. So, <sighs> audio episode it is. Audio episode it is. So, yeah, for those of you listening, uh, this was supposed to be a video episode, and it, it was up until uh, <laughs> 15 five seconds. seconds ago. Fifteen seconds ago, yeah. Uh, when my iPhone ran out of uh, video storage. So, as you were with your story. So, with... <laughs> I know, right? So... Oh damn! What are the instances? What a waste of battery! I know. So one of the instances. Uh, so stupid. So the instance on the grab and run was the guy stuffed beer in his backpack and swapped his clothes out, and he took off running. My guard at the door. Now it's very clearly labeled in the policy that we're not supposed to use force unless it's in defense of ourselves or another. My guard kind of fucked up here, and he heard it from me. He grabbed the guy. Pulled his backpack off. Okay. I mean, not the first time we've ever done something like that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I'm a good boy. <laughs> sure. Sure. I don't want to work for the company in which we did this. But yeah, no. Like, that's a that's a fairly common thing in securities. You're running. I'm going to grab my stuff back. I'm not going to chase you. I don't care if you get away. I, I am going to rip my shit out your hands. But I'm going to rip my shit out your hands. If well, it, we did this in the role play, though. Ah, yeah. It was exactly that. I ripped the hat off your head. I mean, and I've done it with people trying to walk out with wearing stuff, and I would just reach out and, oh, that's my glasses. Or, oh, oh God, that's my hat. that. Thank you. It's mine. <laughs> uh, no, 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 it's actually, not. Actually, it's mine. No, it's not. <laughs> Thanks for holding it, though. <laughs> Thank you. Can I get the fuck out? Exactly. Like, it's exactly that. And I had an instance of that last week where it was a couple of kids trying to walk out wearing sunglasses, and I wouldn't. they walked right by me. I was standing at the door, and I saw them coming, but the tag's still on. I just reached out. As they walked by me, pinch, pull, get out of here. Okay. They knew what they were doing. They knew they got caught. Boom, problem solved. So exactly that. So he he grabs the dude like kind of like in a bear hug, almost like, and grabs the backpack off. The guy surrenders the backpack right away and takes off running. My guard did not stop the dude. He just grabbed the bag. I heard from management. We were told to quote, word for word, tone it down. Yeah, I heard that. Like, huh? So what is it you had said? People want. Tactical security, so that is the yes. full uniform, vest, belt, they, they whole want, nine yards. They want the benefit of having tactical security without the tactical security. Without the tactical security. Yeah. So he had made a very good point. If you want marshmallow performance, hire marshmallows. Yeah. Don't hire guys who are strapping, want. wearing vests, actively deterring theft, if that's not what well, you want. Don't, don't hire people with tactical training yeah. if you don't want tactical trained guards. Yeah. Like, it's a waste of money. It's a headache for everyone. It's going to create unhappiness in your tap guards. It's going to create unhappiness for like, me. We're tactical for a reason. Yeah. Right? Because we know how to handle shit. But if you start telling us how to handle shit in a way that sugarcoats it for you, it's going to... We're not going to... We can't. Like you say, oh, hands it's off. It's not what we do. But what did you say? When, like, when you said, well, oh, we're hands off, you can't use force. Well... Yeah, that only means I can't arrest you. Yeah. I'm not going to put you in cuffs. I'm not going to take you to the ground. But if you're not going to fucking move, I'm still going to show you the door. I have every right. Yeah. And legally, that's not... That's, that's irrefutable. The interpretation I have is, and that's, and that's just legally binding, is if I'm going to escort you off a property and you're refusing to leave... I have to use It's not force. considered hands-on. That's not a use of force no, report. That's not. To guide you out the door. No. Physically, 
Even if I have to drag you by the ear. Well, if I have to... No, no, no. If you start... Resisting? If you start... No. I wouldn't say resisting. Because no one's going to like being, you know, guided. But if... If it escalates past my arm... Or my hand touching your arm or shoulder... Guiding you in the direction you need to go... If it escalates past that, it's use of force. Mm -hmm. If it stays at that... Or if if you try to escalate it and I disengage... It's not force. Well, That's hands off. No matter what, even if I had to physically guide you, if I'm not making yeah, you taste the dirt. Hand on the, the shoulder, dirt, let's go. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm not making you taste the dirt, that's hands off. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. As far if, as I'm If concerned. there's no use of force reports necessary, no. that's hands off. Yeah. I'm still going to guide your bitch ass out the door. Yeah. If you won't move. I will, and I have. I will take my gloves out. I will put them on. Yeah. And if you don't move, well, I will show you that it's not a tactic to get you to move. Usually, it ends up having to end at just that. But if you make me have to show you that I'm not playing, I will show you that I'm not playing. One big thing in law enforcement, and I, all the cops who listen to this, if there are, and I know there's a few who, who like what we do, because I've heard from... They keep telling, like, what do you guys use ask, tell, make? Yeah. That's a very big thing in our industry. I will ask you twice. It's time to go, guys. I need you guys to leave, please. Yeah. Guys, I asked you once. I'm going to ask you guys again. It's time to go, please. I'm going to tell you twice. Time to go. Leave. Mm-hmm. And then, if you don't leave, well, I'm going to make you leave. Yeah, man. So... <sighs> so <clears throat> he's gonna step out of the room. So it is just Eric. I know it's almost as if I'm alone now. Ah, scary thoughts. But yeah, like if they don't want that tactical vibe, and tactical isn't a term necessarily in the PSISA, but it's like a. It's hard as I can think, and they wear vests, they'll have a duty belt with handcuffs, sometimes a baton, all that fun stuff. You know, like the mall guards and whatnot, or like guards, you know, the big strappy guys with the vests and whatnot. That's tactical. That's what we mean by tactical. It's the definition that we use. Um, but, like, if that's not what they want, they don't want a TAC role, why are they hiring TAC guards? And that was the point that I brought up. I'm like, if this isn't what you want, you don't want us to stop your theft, then why are we here? So, with that said, we're just going to wait for Chad to return. But I will take an opportunity to shout out our social media pages. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Shoot us some questions, comments, DMs. I love interacting with you guys. I've already answered a couple of questions that we get. Um, if you guys have any questions, any comments, any concerns that like, hey, uh, or any stories that you guys want to share, we will bring them up in the podcast. This is an education, review, and critic podcast, right? And that involves interaction with you guys. So please, please, please follow us. Um, additionally, for those of you guys who don't know what our recording schedule is, so these videos, so the audio version will be released on Spotify 
and Apple. We are now officially, officially on, on Apple, Apple Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts on Wednesday. And then the YouTube version of this will be out on Friday. Yes. Or Saturday, depending it's on upload. Friday. No, it's Friday. It's Friday. So it's, it's, it always gets uploaded the same day. Okay, cool. I just schedule it for uh, for premiere. Cool. On the so, so it'll be premiered on Friday. Yeah. So that is... But Apple... Apple, Apple and, and Spotify, Spotify are on Wednesday. On yes. Wednesday. Yeah. So, yeah. This is... Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you touched on... So for those of you who uh, wondered why... Um, I magically disappeared there. Um, my fiance just landed in Cancun. Uh, she FaceTimed me from the hotel to rub it in that I am um, freezing my ass off. Um, <laughs> uh, so but I, I, but I'm back, and I wanted to say, did you did you touch on? Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank now. Social media. Social media, but there was one more thing. Um, I shouldn't have walked away. Continue as you were. So I, I will. I will take the back seat on this episode. Yes. So uh, for that, yeah. So like I said, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook, TikTok, yep. and are we on Twitter yet? Uh, if no, not, we will. No, no. 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 So no. so Twitter, Instagram. Twitter's only got a couple more months left in the tank. Anyway. That is true. So Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We love interacting with you guys. Like I TikTok. said. Instagram, TikTok, yeah. Instagram and TikTok YouTube. are the big two. YouTube, yeah. YouTube. Like I said, yeah. if you get guys... social with us, man. Yeah. Honestly, we we love we love to hear from people. Um, I want to share your guys' stories too. Yeah, and just... answer your questions. Yep. Right. Um, or if you're just looking for like advice, right? Maybe maybe you work in the profession, or maybe you're interested in getting into the profession and you want to know about it. I get asked all the time how about you, yeah. what we do, how to get into it. Oh yeah, um, all the time. And and I always love sharing, um, you know, just telling like this is how you get into it. Here's what I would recommend, depending on you know what it is you're looking to do. Uh-huh. You know, um, here's some courses that you can look. Here's some videos you yeah. can watch. Like for me, I never recommend someone start in like <laughs> campus or something like that. No, that's uh, just because it, this is a it's a whole other. Oh yeah, I left uh, I left loss prevention. <laughs> I also have things that have changed. Um, I'm now working tactical. I know he's back in the uh, land of us I'm, mere mortals. I'm I'm back in the suits. Uh, I missed it. I missed having the gear, but uh, so I work in a campus again. I know. We're back to um, campus police. We're eh? back to campus police, buddy. Um, but this campus is much busier. So, but and there's a lot more interactions, and you guys have a lot yeah. like versus the campus that we worked at. Bear in mind, we worked at a time where it was dead, dead. Yeah, but the potential for what I'm dealing with could have happened during COVID times at the other place. I know. So the fact that it didn't, it it's that it just shows that the other place is just a little bit more chill. Yeah, but, and you guys have more uh, more authority. Well, we have well, and we have many, many, many more bodies. Yeah, so there's always like backup. we we have like a legit department. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not just like four guards. Yeah. <laughs> we're a legit department. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I keep I keep gapping out. I forgot what I was going to end that statement on. So, yeah, I I'll mean, blame, I'll blame Tack Brain. What else do we have to talk about this episode? I think we touched on everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did. Um, let me see if there's any comments or any messages that we got over the last little bit. Yeah. See if there's anything that people want to bring up. Maybe any messages that I got. Yeah. 
I, I will say that uh, Eric and I have been talking about um, potentially adjusting the format uh, yes. of the podcast a little bit. Um, just to make it, you know, potentially more digestible, uh, more entertaining, more cohesive. Um, we'll obviously share more information with you when we've, we've decided on a, on a proper finalized path. For now, we're going to continue, you know, as we are with the long form episodes and, yeah. uh, and you know, cause this works too, right? Yeah. It, it really does. So, um, but if you do have any suggestions or, you know, anything that you find, you know, or think might be, um, just something worth us, you know, looking, looking at. into or, or changing up, let us know, you know, we, we do this for you and, um, you know, anything that you see that could be done better, we'll do it, I think. We'll try to do it. Try to look into a way to implement. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I have nothing to add to this. I think we're, I think we're, I think we're 10-8, bro. I think so. Yeah. So, <laughs> we'll be, uh, we'll be signing off here. We'll show us 10-7 for the night. Yes. And, uh, y'all. be will be safe. Good night. Y'all stay safe out there. For those of you guys looking for any information, please hit us up. We'll answer your questions in the next episode. Um, we'll one of our next episodes. One of our next episodes. <laughs> yeah. One of the upcoming episodes that yeah. we do. One that isn't recorded already. Yes. That will be recorded in the future. So, yeah. But if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, anything you all want to add, anything you all want us to look at, say, I don't know, maybe you found clips. some clips, gear, stories, stories. Gear. anything you guys want us to talk about. Please, support. reach out, yeah. yeah. We love the interaction, and uh, we hope to see this. God, I hope we love interaction. <laughs> it's literally what we do all day, right? Um, but yeah. yeah, I appreciate you guys always for tuning in. I'm Chad. I'm Eric. Holy shit, we did not say that at the beginning of the episode. We didn't need to. It's like almost as if we know each other. <laughs> I know. But it it's was... almost as if they know who we are. I know. Except right? for the poor people on Apple. They're like, who are these guys? Who are these guys? Well, then They're hopefully... just figuring it out. Well, hopefully by now us. they've watched the first four episodes. About that. Oh, episode four. We, we had problems with episode four. Oh. We'll talk about that after the episode. Guys, yeah. be well, be safe. Chat out. Eric out. Show us 10-7. Guys, have a good night. <laughs>